Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, September 27th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. First up today, we'll talk about a Justice League promo that was released by Warner Brothers Japan on YouTube. So WB apparently is slowly easing into the marketing for Justice League as they get ready to ramp it up in the, the coming time. So they've, I know on the US channel and on Twitter, they've been dropping cat, uh, like little quip, clips of casting and everything like that. Uh, mostly stuff that we talked about from Comic-Con. Uh, but they had one that specifically for Warner Brothers Japan. It didn't really have any new information. It was a pretty cool thing. But I don't know if this had come out before, but Jason Momoa says that Aquaman is the heir to the throne of Atlantis, but resists that title. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think we've heard that anywhere else. It makes sense, and it's kind of what we guessed at, but I think this is like the first time actually hearing it from the lips of Mr. Momoa himself. Yeah, it gives us a little bit of an idea of what's going on timeline-wise, because we've been we've talked a lot questioning, like, is he going to know, does he know about Atlantis yet, or will he learn about that in Aquaman film or flashbacks or how everything fits in? We still don't know most of that, but at least in, in Justice League, it looks like he will know about Atlantis and yeah. be resistant to becoming the king. Yeah, but my favorite part of, like, that's cool too, but my favorite part of this is Ezra Miller, as it has been with a lot of this promotional stuff, because you can kind of tell everybody else is just kind of reading what has been written for them, and I'm pretty sure they're just like, okay, whatever, Ezra, just do what you want. Right. Or they wrote something for him, and he's like, no, I'm not going to read that, and he just, he is actually the Flash and doesn't have to pretend, so... Yeah, Ezra Miller, you're cool. I like you. Yeah, everybody just gives their name, and he's like, I'm the Flash, past man alive. Yep, that's it. <laughs> uh, okay, so nice segue. Speaking of the Flash, there's a bit of an update on the movie. Justin Kroll of Variety took to Twitter to talk about the fact that Phil Lord and Chris Miller have signed on to direct Artemis for Fox. Uh, and he said, for those wondering, this Artemis news pretty much take L&M, that's lord and miller out of the running for flash that script which was he's talking about the flash by joby harold was turned in yesterday to studio and bob z mr zemeckis himself still being considered but studio will take meetings with other filmmakers in no rush to make announcement so what do you think of this new sound well uh we talked a little bit about lord and miller before it looks like they're definitely not going to be doing this i think that was a possibility but i've i've kind of assumed for a while that wb is open to waiting for Zemeckis unless in yeah. the meantime, you know, I think they're leaving that possibility open that in the next couple months, the right director will come along and blow them away with their pitch and then um, be willing to sign them. I know Zemeckis is probably, I think he, I looked it up. He's filming the women of Marwin, Marwin right now with Steve Carell. That's expected to wrap filming in the next month and doesn't come out until November of next year. Which means if he was to work on The Flash, I, I bet at the earliest, it would be middle of next year. He would be able to start pre-production and everything. So, um, but I've, I've kind of, I kind of think that's what WB is waiting for if they can't find somebody else. And I know, I don't remember if we talked about it, but at Comic-Con, Jeff Johns was asked who his favorite director was. And he said Robert Zemeckis. So I think that's definitely who they want. Um, yeah, and I think if he didn't wasn't already filming this film, he might already be working on the Flash. But like like I said, I think that's that's the I think they're leading that way, but open to someone else coming in. Yeah, and it's 
I mean, obviously you want all of these movies to come out as fast as possible, but there's just so many things in the works that, you know, some things are going to get pushed back and, and whatnot. And I, I think if it ever came out that, you know, they wanted this movie out faster and they could have had Zemeckis, but they weren't willing to wait for him, then I would be pretty disappointed. So hearing that maybe they're waiting and if they do end up waiting and getting Zemeckis, then I would be totally fine waiting, I don't know, a few years or whatnot. And it doesn't even have to be a few years, but. Right. Um, <laughs> and as, as far as the script turning in, that's that's great um right doesn't really mean anything without a director being attached because if if zemeckis or whoever comes in at minimum they're going to polish the script if not you know just use the basic story structure structure and basically start from scratch so the script being turned in i mean maybe it's great and zemeckis is like oh yeah let's film this as is i don't want any changes but most likely whatever director they bring in will will rework it at minimum exactly on to a little bit of Black Lightning news. We haven't cut anything on this for a while because, you know, they don't, it's not going to be on the fall and it's waiting until that early 2018 release. But looks like they're starting production back up because they've started casting. So Kiana Simone Simpson will have a recurring role on Black Lightning. She's going to play Keisha, who is the best friend of Jennifer, Jefferson Pierce's daughter. And she is, Keisha is also the daughter of Inspector Henderson. And I totally forgot until I saw this that Inspector Henderson is going to be in Black Lightning. I know we talked about it a while <laughs> back, but I forgot about that. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it seems like she's going to be maybe a, they also describe her as partner in crime, perhaps a bad influence trying to get Jennifer to not be the perfect son of a prince, or sorry, daughter of a principal. Um, so yeah, I again, I'm just, I'm really excited for the show and especially like the family slash parent superhero is a parent with kids sort of aspect that they're they're running with this and so this should come up with some pretty interesting storylines this spring is going to be crazy on tv oh yeah just with uh six main dc dc shows this fall <laughs> that will continue <laughs> then we've got krypton's krypton black lightning titans is probably coming i'm guessing sometime in the first half of the year or early summer or something like that so uh, yeah it's gonna be busy definitely all right, and then wrapping up today, uh, Entertainment Weekly did another one of their spoiler room things where sometimes you get cool stuff and sometimes you just get a couple sentences that don't really mean anything. But uh, this time we got something kind of cool about Legends of Tomorrow for season three. Uh, Arthur Darville was asked about Rip Hunter's role, and he responded that there's a thing that he discovers, which is very important to him, very specific, and he feels like at times he can sort out on his own. And then he realizes he needs to call on the Legends in order to help him. The Time Bureau, as much as they're brilliant, they do things in too much of an official way in order for, in his opinion, things to actually get done. So his interaction with the Legends at the moment is very much as a means to an end for him in terms of what he's trying to achieve. Well, that's super vague, um, but it sounds like he will <laughs> be working with the Legends a little bit. You know, we know he's going to be on his own with his own Time Bureau type thing, and but it looks like they will get to team up. I don't know if they're supposed to be working together, but it looks like they will a little bit. So... Um, yeah, I think, well, we haven't released the preview yet that we did with Travis, but we talked about how he might be sort of an antagonist, but not necessarily a villain of the show. And this kind of lines up with that. And so I could think we could definitely see something like that where they get along sometimes and come in conflict others. Yeah, especially, you know, if he's pressuring them to do things that maybe they don't want to do and he's kind of going around the time bureau to, to get his own way. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again tomorrow. 
Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.